Welcome. You are listening to the Better Together podcast with Callie and Rosario Picardo. We take on topics involving marriage, ministry, parenting, communication, relationships, and other subjects that our listeners want to hear more about. Welcome to the Better Together podcast. My name is Rosario Picardo. And I am Callie Picardo. And today we're talking about a topic that really is near and dear to our hearts. Um, it is none other than generosity and giving. Oh my goodness. This is a passion of ours because giving is so much fun. Um, the more you do it, the more it can become almost addictive in a good way. It's just, it's fun to be able to be God's hands and feet. And I love that God could choose to bless people any way he wanted. He could do it without us, but God chooses to use his people, the church, to be a blessing to others through the power of generosity. Yeah. I mean, besides being able to bless others and really being able to meet God's you know, desires for our lives. There's health benefits to giving. I mean, people that give on a regular basis are generally more happier. They're filled with joy, uh, better health even. And so we look at that in and of itself. There's something about that that really um, is we're created to do and be, and that is to be generous folks. Giving is also the only antidote I've found to greed. You know, the world says to spend and to save and hoard and worship worship money to make that an idol. I mean, there's that temptation and you can only serve one master. You can't serve both God and money. The Bible tells us that. And it when you give, it's a way of saying, God, I trust you. I love you. I am putting you first as Lord of my life. Um, and God, I want to be a part of what you're doing to build up the kingdom. And so this is really uh, something that a lot of people want to do. They want to practice it, but they don't know where to start. And I think really the, the overarching theme of where generosity begins is with gratitude. Gratitude gets us into an abundance mindset. I mean, was it Steve Covey that talked about an abundance mentality versus a scarcity mentality. And your scarcity mentality says, I don't have enough. I'll never have enough. I have to cling to what I have. But an abundance mentality is thinking, and as Christians, we should have an abundance mentality because God is a God of abundance. God is a God of more than enough. And so when we live with that abundance mentality, that's where gratitude gets us to of thinking about not what we don't have, but all that we do have. God's unconditional love, the people God's put in our lives, the resources God's given us. Um, if we have a roof over our head, if we have a job and a paycheck, I mean, even if it's not the best job, maybe not the job we want long term, God just still provides. And you think about even some of the gifts you've received. I mean, the times you've gotten something that you didn't deserve. Um, the times you've been blessed with uh, someone paying for your dinner, the times that you've been blessed with 
a gift out of the blue. Um, and just truly the life change that God has made in our lives. I mean, I'm a different person with God's love and God's grace and God's forgiveness in me on the cross than I would have been without God. I mean, I would have been lost. God's completely transformed my life. I've been, it would have been trying to be a good person, trying to work at it on my own, but God set me free from needing to be perfect, free from needing to work and just free to be who God created me to be. So what would you tell people uh, that want to be generous? I mean, where, where's the star? I mean, yes, having gratitude, but then what are those practical things that people should follow? Yeah. Um, and hopefully you've seen some, heard some of the other podcasts it's spending less, you got to spend less than you earn. And we always practice first fruits giving, you know, mm -hmm. giving out of gratitude, but then also intentionally setting aside that first gift off the top as soon as income's received. And for us, we try to make this happen automatically. So we'd have it automatically coming out of paychecks or we set it up, you know, if we get some money that's unexpected, setting up and setting it aside. Um, and you can set it aside by giving it directly to charity. Um, we make the church our top place we give um, because we feel like that's that's the source, that's the, the first foundation point, but then we do giving above and beyond that. So we try to tie 10% to the church, but then do giving above and beyond to other organizations that we love, that we know are making a difference. Um, but setting it, so either going ahead and directly giving it to your church or someplace you know you wanna give, or if you don't quite know where that is yet, putting it in a separate savings account, earmarked for giving, or we use a donor advised fund. Um, we have a giving fund through National Christian Foundation, and there are lots of organizations and community foundations that offer donor advised funds. Those are wonderful because you get a tax deduction when you put the money in there. And so the money is set aside. You cannot use it for anything other than giving, and it has to go to nonprofit organizations once it's in there. So it gives that accountability of, hey, I'm setting it aside for giving, and it truly has to go for giving from there. But then also the neat thing is, We've had times where an opportunity to give has come up and that money is already set aside. So we can stop and pray and say, God, would you have us give how much? And the money's there because we've been intentional about setting it aside. You know, giving really has changed my life as well. And I remember when I was coming out of seminary, here I was, I was, um, you know, not making much money as a new pastor. I had you know, at least $50,000 worth of undergrad and seminary debt. And I was not sure about giving or how I was going to give. And so I remember God challenging me, hey, I want you to tithe, even though you find yourself in these financial circumstances. And so whatever gifts that I got, whether it be birthday or Christmas or other extra gifts, I would pay, I would tithe but then pay aggressively on my loans. And it's a miracle that, you know, I became debt free, but I really attribute it to the giving that God called me to and those acts of obedience. Because if we're a faithful steward with little, God will reward us with much. Um, so oftentimes we look at what the other person has and we get jealous, but then we're not managing what God's already given to us. So it's, you know, 
what do we do with what's already in our hands? How are we stewarding that effectively for God's kingdom? And I believe God will give us more. I love the parable of the 10 talents. You know, there was the the steward that had, he was given five and he invested and he got 10. There was the one that had two and invested and got four. And then there was the one one wicked servant who just buried it in the ground and didn't invest what had been given to him. And I love that the one who had five and the one that had two had the same response from the master. Well done, good and faithful servant. You may now enter into your master's happiness. And they were faithful with what they'd been given. It wasn't about who started with it more. It was who was faithful with what they had. Yes. And just to kind of preface, like, you know, we don't, give to everything that we're solicited for, but it's something that we're passionate about. We also pray on it to get discernment. And so we try to come to a consensus together. Uh, Some of that is planned giving, like we talked about what goes to our church and then maybe other organizations, but then sometimes it's unplanned as well. Um, God may call you to give even though you don't get a tax deduction or, uh, you know, one of the things that we had to decipher in our marriage was Callie loves planned giving because she's a planner and I'm spontaneous. So how do you build in and budget for both planned giving and spontaneous giving? And so our compromise is we now plan for spontaneous giving. We actually have a section in our budget where we have money that we plan where it's going to the church and other places. But then we have a line item that just is set aside. And often that's going, you know, we know an individual who has a need and it's not going through an organization. So it can't run through a donor advised fund, but we want to have funds set aside to meet needs where we see a need and we see God moving. I mean, giving will change your life. And to start on this journey, maybe you've never given before. Well, Uh, You may not be ready to jump in and say, hey, um, you know, maybe you're a person of faith and you're saying, I want to tithe. Well, look at what you're doing now already. Again, it goes back to tracking it. And maybe you're not giving 10%. Maybe you're not giving anything. Maybe you're tipping. Well, what does it look like to give 1% or increasing that journey year after year? What does it mean to be generous when you're at a restaurant and tipping your waiter or waitress? Uh, or blessing somebody that can't otherwise offer you anything in return. So it's not, you know, it all belongs to God, but there's different facets of giving when it comes to finances and resources. And it's also, uh, we are not prosperity gospel people either. I mean, God's going to bless you when you give. That blessing's not always going to be financial. I was at a church that actually said, hey, if you want our parking lot to fill up with Mercedes Benz and with Jaguars and BMWs, you all start giving to the church and God's going to bless you with a nice car. And it's like, wait, that's not in the Bible. But God does bless those that give. But sometimes those blessings are completely intangible. Sometimes it's truly the joy of giving and being a part of God's work. So check your motive. it is financial. But you never know. It's up to God what he wants to do. But it really is about the heart. And often it involves sacrifice. I mean, really, give it all giving is sacrificial because it's money you could be spending on something else. But it's choosing to say, no, I want to give instead. 
Um, I was a part of a women's Bible study and we were meeting at Starbucks weekly for our Bible study when one of the women in our group said, Hey, you know, we could meet at someone's house and just make a pot of coffee and start putting aside the money that we would have spent at Starbucks. So we did it. We started meeting in my house and make a pot of coffee and we'd have our coffee in our Bible study. And then we had a jar that we started putting money in of what we would have spent on Starbucks that week. And then at the end of the semester, we went to the grocery and bought a ton of non-perishable food to donate to the local food pantry. And it was such a joy to do it. It It's fun to work on it together, to give together. Um, There's sometimes power in being a part of a group, maybe even a giving circle, and really joining arms to do something incredible for the kingdom together. So pray and discern what God may be calling you to do. Second, of course, is always uh, do that or pray and discern what God may call you to do. And second, um, you can, you know, prepare to sacrifice, as we just talked about, and then you can expect to grow in all of this because ultimately it's about growing our hearts to align with God's heart. What if they want to know more, Roz? They might want to know more about giving. Hopefully they do. We think giving's fun. (laughs) Well, uh, we've written a topic on that in our new book, Money Talks, and you can go to marketsquare.com or rosariopicardo.com. Pick up a copy. um, Buy it for someone else. I think this will be a blessing, and we hope that you share this episode with someone that you love and care about. Yeah, we want to encourage others to be wise, faithful stewards of all God's given us and to grow in their faith. And so that's our prayer. Thanks for joining us today for the Better Together podcast. Be blessed. We are coming at the end of our time together. The Better Together podcast with Callie and Ross Picardo hopes to help with pertaining issues to remind you that we are all in this together as we grow to love one another. Join us next time. Thank you for listening.